Dimsdale. Dimsdale. <laughs> Fairly <laughs> our parents now. Mr. Crocker. <laughs> was good. Dinkleberg. Dink- Dinkleberg. <laughs> he hated him. Bruh, for no reason. Dinkleberg was always minding his business. He was evil. <laughs> Dinkleberg outside cutting his ground. Dinkleberg. <laughs> Looking out the window. Why I oughta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you got against him? His arch nemesis, man. He don't even know it. <laughs> Lacking. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we are here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and the news, news, news. What up, man? What's up, dog? Your last in-person pod. <laughs> the last in-person pod for a while. Your boy is headed home, North Carolina. What up? Yes, sir. I'm happy, man. I'm exhausted, yeah, me too. but I'm happy. <laughs> Very exhausted, though, man. Moving is a process. Moving sucks. Yeah. Don't wish that upon anyone. And carrying a dresser down the stairs, not the wave. <laughs> Dude came over and bought my furniture yesterday, and he was like, yo, you think you can help me carry this? He's like, man, I got gout in my foot. I was like, bro. Knock it off. You no, didn't say that. <laughs> knock you it off. That at first. I said knock it off. He brought his son and that was it. He carried one dresser down the stairs and he never came back up. <laughs> I was pissed. <laughs> I was exhausted. Walking man. into a said I got gout. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, off rip with the excuse. <laughs> I'm over here trying to limp back like I tore my MCL. <laughs> he like, yeah, you got it. You got fresh legs on you. You like you can carry that. No, I don't. Who told you that? <laughs> I can't carry that. That's huge. You got fresh legs. How you going to tell yeah, me? Yeah, bro. You just got here. <laughs> Man, I'm about to sell it to somebody else. <laughs> like, better go home. Yeah, bro. Leave. <laughs> Leave my dresser at the bottom of the steps. <laughs> Leave my drawer at the bottom of the steps. Oh, man. Warriors, man. Steph. Yeah. Finally got that monkey off his back that I didn't think was there anyway. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of people was hearing and saying the talk. And now, not only did he hear the talk. But he shut the talk down, man. Warriors, champs again, fourth time in eight years. How they do it? Pure domination. I mean, yeah. ever since game two, it's been nothing but pure domination. And the Celtics, you've showed up. And you, you saw the champions, the experienced ones. Yep. And you saw a team that hasn't been there before. Yeah. And that was, honestly, that was the reality of what we saw. Yeah, I think Steph really made an emphasis to go out and get it done. And yeah. I said in that uh, the one game where he played horrible, where he was 0 for 9 from 3, he came out the next game and he had, I think, five threes in mm-hmm. that game. And then I knew that they would win game five, as predicted, at home. I didn't think they would win three in a row. I definitely thought that the Celtics would win game one six. Them, yeah. I thought the Celtics would win game six, but the Warriors just came out firing, man. They came out firing. Draymond played great. Clay had a solid game. Andrew Wiggins played played lights out yeah. the entire 
the entire finals. And I, even Jordan Poole stepped up in clutch moments. After game three. Yeah, <laughs> after game three. You know, hey, I told you, man, you get the honeys in the crowd, <laughs> it's time to show out. Yeah. yeah. He it, saw Nia Long. He's bro, like, all right, hold all right, on. Yeah, <laughs> let, let me turn up real quick. Hold on. Let me, let me show her something real quick. Let me turn up. But, yeah, man, I mean, I didn't think that the Warriors would get it done at least in the garden. I yeah. thought they would take it back to, you know, Cali and win it. But, hey, man, they got it done. Yeah. And salute to Steph for getting the finals MVP, finally getting that award that, you know, that's eluded him for the past three championships. And then not only did he do that, I mean, it's essentially like homegrown, man. Like, it, it's a homegrown thing. He started there. He's still there. He done it his way. And, you know, the Warriors are back on top, mm-hmm. like they said. And like Draymond said, it's everybody else, bro. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to credit their front office for keeping the core together. Yep. They could have, you know, two years ago, they could have traded Draymond. Yep. And, you know, expanded a little bit more. But, no, they kept the core together. And the guy, the main three guys that were there from, from jump, and then Andre Iguodala came yep. back. I mean, it was just a perfect, you know, thing all the way around. And, you know, you got to credit, you know, Steve Kerr, that front office, Bob Myers, and those guys because they they did it. Like, they understood – what culture means, yeah. right? That culture, yeah. Um, it, it carried them, and you know, I think a lot of teams, a lot of homegrown teams. You've seen the last two or three teams in the finals. All of them are homegrown. The Suns, the Bucks were homegrown. Yep. Uh, the the Celtics were homegrown yep. this year. So a lot of those teams are are homegrown teams, and you know, as we're moving forward, I think you're going to see a lot more teams trying to put two and three mm-hmm. players together for the long haul yep. and the build around those guys. Yeah, nah, and it was a smart plan. And I think that Boston, I mean, obviously they caught me off guard. I didn't think that they would make it to the finals. I did think, you know, their path was unbelievable. Yeah. Who they got through, Tatum and Brown went through Kevin Durant. They went through Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Giannis. Like, they went through Giannis. They, they, had a, they had a tough road to the finals. And obviously they fell short. And I, I mean, I don't think that their window is closed, however. But I do think that they will have to improve, obviously, to get over that hump next season. Because I, I don't think it's going to get any easier. The East is going to be extremely Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to get any easier for them. What do you think they have to do in order to make that next step and win? Because for me, when I look at this Celtics team, I kind of look at it. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I kind of look at it. They shocked me in a way that the Bengals shocked me in the NFL. I didn't think the Bengals necessarily belong in the Super Bowl, but they they made it there. And I didn't think that the Celtics necessarily belong in the NBA Finals, but they made it there. And I think the Celtics had a harder path than the Bengals did. And, I mean, I think they played better, essentially, even though I'm crossing sports. But I think that, you know, with a healthy Middleton, I don't know if the Celtics beat the Bucs. Right. Um, and obviously they, they did beat the healthy, uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure about that. And, and even with the health of the heat, uh, Jimmy Hinder for a couple of games, I, I don't know if they, you know, do yeah. that, but they continually prove me wrong as far as winning games on the road, mm-hmm. not taking back to back losses. And they won crucial game sevens in multiple series. Yeah. So what do you think is the missing piece for them as far as moving forward? I'll say this, point guard. So I, I was going to go yeah. there, and I, I would I would put a veteran point guard. Okay. Um, just because you look at the youngins, all of them are, are young. They grew yeah. together. They've been together the last three, four, five years. And they really need an established vet to carry them 
Ford because they have the two-way wings. They have multiple two-way wings. Mm-hmm. They, they're really missing. And, you know, Marcus Smart's not really a point guard. He's a combo guard. Mar- Marcus Smart not the answer, bro. You know how I feel. Right. And they really need an established veteran point guard to really push them forward. And, you know, I, I think that's something that they're really going to explore this offseason. Like, they're going to push for it. Okay. Um, and I think that they already have started those conversations. I don't know exactly who okay. they, they're trying to target. Um, but, you know, a pass first point guard, a point guard to get in them resets, and also a point guard that can pressure the ball a little bit as well. So we're, we're going to see what avenue they kind of go with this whole situation just because there's a lot going on right now in the NBA circles yeah. uh, leading up to the draft. Yep. Um, the point guard is obviously that's the one because you have everything. You have you have the bigs, you have the two way wings. You you're de- you're a great defensive team, and you know you had incredible series against really tough t- competition, yeah. and you beat them all. Yeah. Right. So, point guard is the number one priority oh, right yeah. now. And yep. Jason Tatum, he, I think he's going to be better the second time around. For sure. Jalen Brown sure. needs to work on his handle a little bit. For sure. Um, but that that team, I, I feel like they just need to keep on growing together, build I, the thing out. I think that they got a taste of success and what it really feels like to make it to the moment. I think that the loss will sting, but I think they'll learn from it. Like, yeah. like I think they'll learn from it. I think Tatum will be much, much better next year. And he, he kind of started to ascend this year, especially in the playoffs leading up to the finals. Like, he had some big games against the Heat, against the Bucks against the Nets. It's just the consistency. Yeah, it's, it's the consistency. He was up and down mm. for the most part throughout the playoffs. Yeah. Like I think he'll be a little more consistent mm-hmm. and he'll really be able to take that next step. I think him and Brown need to yeah. cut down on the turnovers. 100 turnovers um, by Jason Tatum. Yeah, 100 alone. turnovers in the postseason is unheard of. Yeah. That that that's scary. That that's not good at all. So like they're going to have to cut down on the turnovers, but I do think that, you know, they'll be better for it, but the, like like you said, the East is going to be tougher next year. Yeah. Like I, I personally still think to this day that a healthy Middleton would have. I think the Bucks went. I think the Bucks are in the finals. I would agree. I think the Bucks are in the finals, and we're talking about a different story. But you brought up the draft because the draft is just two days away. Draft mm-hmm. on Thursday. Which team needs to get their pick right the most with a lot of pressure on them right now? Yeah, I, w- I would say the Sacramento Kings. Um, just because you're there at number four. And you have a really good foundation, Davion Mitchell. You traded for Sabonis at the trade deadline, so you have those two pieces with you. And you need to figure out what you want to do with De'Aaron Fox. Yep. Um, That's the big question mark. You gave him a max contract, so it's a really hard contract to move at this point. And we, we really need to understand what direction the Sacramento Kings are one to go because you know they just now have a, a brand new head coach Mike Brown yep, comes Mike in Brown. from Golden State and you remember last year we we had the same questions it was like okay where are you going to go with the draft because you already had Tyrese Halliburton yeah. and guys like that you had the guards and you, to me you and had, Buddy you Hill had, and all yeah. those guys you and what did you guards. do you went out and grabbed another guard yeah, Damian Mitchell you, you and it's like everybody the, was like, confused how many, how many guards do you need you right. have the guards you need to start making moves toward the interior Building, yeah and your wing players like yeah. I, I really feel like this is a this is a really tough off season for the Sacramento Kings just because 
where are you going to go from this? You've drafted guards the last like four or five <laughs> years. Guard after guard and after guard. You've been looking for a center every time, and you're always a lottery team. I don't understand why you're not picking any big men. And then you trade. Your, your formula is clearly not working. <laughs> if, if you're going to keep drafting guards and keep being in the lottery, something should change. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you make the big trade for Sabonis at the date, trade deadline, and he, he went out after the trade deadline. He's, he was killed for you. I mean, yeah. Sabonis is a good player, he he's a yeah. good player. And you got Davion Mitchell, who's a pit bull. He's a really good player. Let him come out of college you, last year. Right. You you traded Tyrese Halliburton, what hurt me, because I think he's really good. And I think he's... He's arguably one of their... Probably their right. best player. To me, he's arguably right. their best player. And now he's killing it for the you know Pacers. Yeah. So we're going to see what the, what the uh, Kings do. The Pelicans are another one. They, they took a huge step forward this year. We're, we're going to see what their draft pick looks like in their offseason. Number one pick on the board. Who you got? I think that it's Chet. Um, it could be Jabari though. I would go Jabari if I'm the uh, if I'm um, Orlando Magic. Yep, I'm Magic. sorry. I would go Jabari. I think I would go Jabari too, um, as well. And then I'll probably take, if not Jabari, I'll take Paolo Bancaro. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I just I just don't see it from Chet yet. Like I get it. I don't. He has the intangibles. He has the height. He's also like a hundred pounds. Like. He, he's, I see him get bullied in the tournament. I've seen him get bullied when he played against superior teams with real competition. You know how yeah. I feel about you know how I feel about the competition. It matters. Gonzaga, you have, you have great teams. I'm sure mm-hmm. you win a lot of games. You go up against real teams mm-hmm. and you get thumped. Yeah, I, I don't think that. I think Chet. It's going to take him a year or two to get used to the NBA game. I still think um, he's also trying to, Yeah, I think he's going. Yeah, he's going to get used to physicality and like he's going to have to obviously just he. He's probably still growing. Yeah. Like, he's probably actually still growing. So, I think he's going to, as he grows, like, he can put the ball on the floor. Mm-hmm. He can shoot pretty good. Like, I mean. He, but defensively, he's going to be a liability. Yeah. Um, all those shots he was blocking in college, that, that you're going to get bodied. You're, <laughs> you're going to get dunked on. Yeah. You're, like, you're going to get dunked by guards. Mm-hmm. Like, by guards. So. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you one team up. that if they, if they go ahead and pick Paolo, they're going to be a really intriguing team, the Houston Rockets. Just because you already have Jalen Green, Green, you have you know you know you have multiple guards ready to go. You had you drafted Shangun last year, yep. like Kevin Porter Jr. is another guy you have next to um, Jalen Green. I really like their young core, right. and if you add a Paolo to that and he grows with that group, mm-hmm. then that that means you have guys that Jalen Green's an alpha. Let's be honest. He is. Him and, and uh, Kevin Porter Jr., those are alphas, okay? Those, those hey, are alphas on the team. Paulo no slouch, dog. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not a Duke mm-hmm. fan in the slightest, but he's no slouch. Like, yeah. I've seen him take over. Let's talk about some of the trades, though, man. I mean, are you expecting any teams to trade in this draft to either trade up or trade their picks away for a player? I know that, you know, obviously the Kyrie Irving noise has been circling. Bradley Bill noise has been circling. And I don't think Kyrie's going anywhere personally. I think I think, so I think that he will still stay in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I think that that's in his best interest as far as getting his money. Yep. And it's also in the best interest of the Nets because I think if Kyrie leaves, Katie's leaving. Yeah, Katie's. I don't know if Katie leaves, but he's definitely going to be upset. And yeah. He he will find a way out. Right. Um, I'm not exactly sure what Bill's doing. I feel like Bill has been very comfortable in DC for mm-hmm. a while now. Getting paid. Yeah, getting paid. Uh, and losing. He, yeah, <laughs> losing and just cussing out his AAU team. Yeah. Um, you know, do, doing his thing. And then we have, you know, a Donovan Mitchell. Like, what do you think Donovan Mitchell should do? Should he be trying to request a trade at this moment? Yes. Jazz aren't it. I think that Donovan Mitchell 
should request a trade away from the Utah Jazz. And I have only one place in mind for him. That is the Miami Heat. You pair him with Jimmy Butler and bam. <laughs> Get Kyle Lowry out of here. Kyle Lowry got to go. And Tyler Hero got to go. Duncan Robinson got to go. And that is your... Getting rid, getting rid of Hero is huge. You're going to have to. You don't have enough money for everybody. True. True. And, you know, it's it's time for Donovan to get paid. So Yeah, it is. Um, You got you got your core of a Jimmy, a Donovan, and, and Bam. And Solid I, think, core. I <laughs> think that you can win with that core and you build around it. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you are the Utah Jazz, let's say you don't trade Gobert and you have nothing but shooters around him, that could potentially work. We'll see because there's a lot of teams that want Rudy Gobert right now. So both of them can be on their way out. We'll yeah. see. Um, a team that's really, really hot, or two teams that are really, really hot trying to make a move to improve their rosters, the Atlanta Hawks are doing everything they can <laughs> to build around Trey Young. Yep. And I mean, they're trying to unload everybody. <laughs> yep. Every Everybody can go except yeah. Trey. And the Charlotte Hornets are trying to build around their young core. They're struggling right now. Yeah. Um, they're, they're going, the, the organization as a whole is failing look, it, right now. The organization as a whole isn't looking too good. I've seen that uh, the Warriors assistant coach or whatever. Kenny Atkinson. Yeah, at Kenny Atkinson backed out of the yeah. deal for the Hornets. And now they're allegedly trying uh, to go back talking to Dan, today, Dan, Mike yeah. D'Antoni. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're talking to Mike D'Antoni today, which, I mean, even though I don't think Mike D'Antoni is necessarily a, a you know, amazing coach, like, I think he can coach. And he obviously can do something with people that love to run the floor. Yeah, he just like doesn't that, love, he yeah, he just play, play defense. defense. <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't coach defense. He, he's seven seconds or less type yeah. of offense. Mm-hmm. But that's the Hornets ball game. Right. Like, they have LaMelo Ball running that point. Yep. Like, those, those guys are gunslingers. Like, they are high flyers and they move quick. Yeah. So I think that that would be a good fit. But yeah, they they've got to get you know things in their organization settled. Like their players are a little out of control right yes, now. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I feel like yeah, they like they can't even land a coach. Like you mm-hmm. have a coach backing out um, of a of a head coaching job, and it's like that that that's it's not, not that, yeah that's not a good look for your program. So I think they they need to kind of get that in check because right. it looks like things are kind of unraveling right now. And then you know you finally do it right by drafting Lamelo in the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, after you drafted guard after guard after yeah. guard, like you know how Jordan gets mm-hmm. down, and it's like you know it, it was a lot of misses, not a lot of hits. Right. And I now I think that they have a solid young core, but I, I feel like they all have egos. Mm-hmm. I feel like they are just a little out of control, and they need somebody that can actually coach them right. and help them develop, and not just you know somebody that's not gonna focus yeah. on everything. Right. And I think D'Antoni, albeit he'll be great for the offensive side, but that defense will be our the defense already isn't great. Right. The defense will be awful. It's, it's a horrible defense. Yeah, team. like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, and with D'Antoni, that's not improving. Yeah, not at all. That's not improving. That's actually going to be worse. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just think they should take a hard look at you know the program, like the whole organization in general, and they really need to kind of buckle down, just tighten up. They they need to tighten up. Yeah, they're they're trying to clear cap space right now to keep Miles Bridges. Yep. Um, they are trying to unload some contracts right now. Um, obviously they don't have a head coach, so that's really weird how you're going to draft yeah. without a head coach. Right. Um, but no, this is a team that they have to take the next step. I mean, wh- wh- you keep on losing in the play in every time this back to back year, yeah. you've lost in the play in and lost by 20 points, yeah. 20 plus. So they, they need to go ahead and, um, uh, you know, 
they got to make the moves to surround LaMelo and those guys. Yeah, they yeah they, they need to make some better moves. I think they need a good big man. I think a solid they big man. They need a veteran. They need a solid yeah, veteran. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think yeah. they, they need a solid veteran big man that would help them out a lot and, you know, kind of just establish some just <laughs> leadership. Yes. I, I, yes. I feel like that's what they're lacking. They're, they're lacking overall leadership. Mm-hmm. And they need somebody that can come in and be a leader to the team. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Biggest draft night surprise. Who do you think it'll be? I think that Keegan Murray is going to go higher than most think. Okay. I like that. My overall, I don't know. I'm not going to call it a surprise, but I think that Jaden Ivey will have out of the rookies will be the best rookie this year. I agree. Like Jaden mm. Jaden Ivey's like that to me. Unless so. you go to the, <laughs> the Kings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> if, Unless he goes to the Kings. If the Kings draft Jaden. All right, man. And he's, he already said he's not trying to talk to him. So he did. Yeah. Mm. I, I find that funny when players come out like, mm-hmm. yo. Don't yeah, don't don't don't, don't, don't pick me. me. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> draft me. Like I know I can get more money, but don't don't draft me. I'll pass. I just find that funny. All right, man. Some NFL news, man. Gronk retiring. Mm-hmm. Said he putting the cleats up. Are you shocked at this? Nope. No, I'm not. He's if you if you follow Gronk on social media, he, he's he's living his best life. <laughs> I mean, but he always does that to yeah. me. So I'm a little shocked that he didn't come back for the, I guess the one last ride. But I guess he got it out the way when he won that Super Bowl. So he he a wrestler now. Yeah. I mean, he he got his own little. <laughs> he a wrestler. He a DJ. <laughs> he getting slime like <laughs> Gronk been on a world tour. He got man. his own little like club thing in Vegas now too. It's it's he has like he, he has a <laughs> Gronk been doing his own thing. Deshaun Watson news, man. He has settled all but four cases right now, which I said that uh, I, I felt like he should have, mm-hmm. you know, done that before because it's, it's only looking worse and worse as time goes. If he can get the rest of these four cases uh, settled, what do you think the overall suspension from the NFL will be? Six to eight games. Um, I, I just think that he looks extremely guilty now. Um, With the settlements? Mm-hmm. Because his... his Main thing ever was since. I never did anything. I never, I never did, did anything, anything, and I will not settle. Yes, that's those are two things he kept on saying consistently. I feel like his uh his agent or rep has just been making it worse. Mm-hmm. Like the comments he's been saying is like kind of wild. Yeah. Like he's been saying some wild stuff in the media, so it's like it, it kind of put him in the hole. And I think that just as of two days ago, he, Deshaun's camp was saying they anticipate yep. a potential one year suspension, and then I wake up this morning and he settled all but four mm-hmm. cases. And I mean, I said I said this a week ago or so. I said that he needs to get this settled quickly as possible, so the NFL can go ahead and make their move, and they can proceed with the rest of the offseason. Because if this keeps lingering, it it's only going to get worse. And I mean, yeah. he, he has to get something done. And I get it. Settling definitely is. It shows like you know, it, it's kind of a, a guilty move. You know, like, you did. like, like a <laughs> co- it's like a cop out mm-hmm. move. Like yo, here's some money. Um, yeah. Like, here, here's a here's a lot of money, mm-hmm. and for you to like you know non-disclose and like you know keep this under wraps and kind of let this you know walk away. Yep. So I, I'm not exactly sure. Money. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what the suspension is. I I think as well it'll be around eight games. I'm assuming. I would um, say max ten games, but it's probably six to eight games. Yeah, I would I would say probably I would say probably half the season, eight games. That'll be nine games now. Nine games, yeah. Yeah, that'll be nine games now. I mean, it it's definitely gonna be something that I'm keeping my eye on because I know the talks with Baker Mayfield have been heating up too. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, the Browns are just trying to they wanna know like what's gonna happen because they wanna know how they need to proceed 
Um, if they're going to try to keep Baker, yeah. you know. They're trying to keep their head above water yeah, right now because yeah, they don't know which they, way it's going to go. They, they have no idea. Like, I've just invested 230 guaranteed dollars right. into somebody that might not play at all. So yeah. that situation is really up in the air. Jerry Jones, man, comment about Sean Payton once again. Why? I don't know. I just know that Dallas in the offseason, undefeated. Yeah. Like all season <laughs> all off season cowboys are undefeated, man. Is this does this mean anything? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Jerry is, you know, <laughs> Jerry doesn't just say things just to say things. Clearly he knows what's going on. He knows the talk around town. But he also is friends with Sean Payton. He knows yeah. what's going on. And he also knows if Mike McCarthy, if he if he pulls another you know, what, whatever happened against the 49ers again, they brother out of there. And, you know, you, you look at a situation like that, this has been the storyline for about a year now is the Sean Payton thing. So we're going to see how it goes on, but Sean Payton's in the back of everybody's mind, especially in that, that building out there in Dallas or Frisco, Texas, I should say. I mean, I think that if Sean Payton does decide to, you know, come out of the, come out of the booth or whatever it'll he's going to do, yeah. yeah, it'll be next year. But I don't think Dallas is like the only team that would be Correct. seeking a head coach. Yeah. Like we we seen this all season. I think there are eight or nine mm-hmm. coaching vacancies, and I think that if Sean Payton comes out, especially if you have a, a really good yeah. quarterback, yeah, like somebody that he can help take to the next level, that Sean Payton's name would definitely be something that you would, you know, see floating around. Yeah. So I think that would be something of interest. But for me right now, the only thing that I see is this just puts more pressure on Mike McCarthy, honestly. Like somebody who's been trying to keep it cool, keep it under wraps, and just say, you know, I feel like I've done enough, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, eh, I don't I don't know, really. I don't think so. I don't think your team's going to be any better this year. Nope. Prove me wrong. Um, in situational football, you weren't the greatest. Horrible. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, and let's just call it spade a spade. You weren't really that good in yeah. situational football. So, yeah, this Sean Payton thing, although I don't think it's much, I I think it's more so the Cowboys just being the Cowboys in the offseason. TBD. Yeah. It's something to be TBD. All right, man, some quick takes. It's really nothing but <laughs> the Warriors parade, man. First, Clay. Lost a hat on the lost a hat on the boat. Yo, pulling up on the boat <laughs> to the party's kind of dope. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That's that that that's an alpha move right there. <laughs> that's that's an alpha move right there. But yo, I, that henny had him Bruh. leaning. Clay didn't knock the girl yeah. over. He didn't drop the ring. <laughs> like like Clay was going through it. Yeah, that brother. Look, my man. My man was gone. <laughs> yeah, Clay was going through it. Steph was just petty. Yeah, Steph. Steph been petty all week. Like. Like he had the Aisha Aisha Curry can cook mm-hmm. thing on, and that's because Boston at that restaurant said she couldn't cook. Yep. Like he was mocking the zero of Dominique yep. Kendrick Perkins, <laughs> like putting putting the Celtics to bed with the sleep. Yeah, Steve Kerr getting in on it too. <laughs> I was like, y'all boys out there living, and then Draymond out there in that in that speech, Bruh. just going off. <laughs> and yo, what is Draymond and Ja right now doing on Twitter? It's I mean I love it as a I fan. Think, I think it's hilarious, and I think it sets up. For potentially great games next year, yeah, definitely, definitely good rivalry basketball. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's anything really serious. Although Ja talks like <laughs> Ja talks like it's serious. Like Ja be ready to take it off the but court. But Clay, Clay definitely hates Jaron Jackson Jr. <laughs> oh no, nah, no, he said it. That, that really pissed him <laughs> off. Like, like he wanted, he wanted it to be known. Yeah, he wanted it to be known. I, I mean, 
it's funny because I think that, you know, Ja talk, he has great trash talk. Yeah. But you got to hold the L, dog. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think there's nothing you can say. I'm I'm champions. You aren't. Right. So at the end of the day, I, I kind of feel like, you know, you're going to lose. And Draymond has a clapback for everything. You ain't lying and, about and that. Like, Draymond, he might not be, he might not be like the best baller, <laughs> but he that boy can talk some trash. Without question. <laughs> that boy can talk some trash. All the time. Yeah. Like, he, he, <laughs> he's going to get it off on the podcast. KD also, man. <laughs> KD need to put the phone down. Yeah, it's time. Like, like KD, I know, like, that's been his thing, always, mm-hmm. you know, clapping back at anybody that criticizes. Like, he's been going in on Barkley for, like, the last month. <laughs> like, he not letting up on Barkley. Good Lord. But, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I just don't know what he gets from this guy. I just feel like he's too into his own head. And, like, he's we just, know you can He's really hoop. sensitive. Yeah, that's all it is. Like, we know you can hoop. Like, everybody, you know – looks at you as one of the best players in the NBA. Right. That's not changing. So it's like, eh, I mean, why, why even one bother? of the best scorers to ever play the game. Yeah. So, so to me, it is to me, it's just like, why even bother? All right, man, before we get out of here quick, Harden max contract, he getting it. No, I say, yes, <laughs> I say he is getting it. We got anything else? No. I mean, other than Draymond stopping the parade to go get some ice cream. I mean, <laughs> man, I'm over the Warriors. I'm over the Warriors <laughs> in that parade, man. I'm over the Warriors in the parade. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. I hope everyone had a safe Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was out in Jersey. It was pretty dope. A lot, Very, very crowded. A lot of people. I was ready to go home. That New York traffic stinks. Mm-hmm. Got lost. Missed my exit three times trying to come home. I was miserable. About to cry in the car. Mm-hmm. But, but want to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. Remember, Black Lives Matter. They always matter and will forever matter. Guys, continue to keep those that need it in your prayers, the ones in Ukraine, especially still the ones from the school shootings and all the shootings around the world. I mean, because it's wild out here. And Brittany Griner. Yeah. And please, let's let's get Brittany Griner home, yes. please. Like it, it's way past time. Like, yeah. let, let's get her home. Guys, COVID also out here. Mm-hmm. I know people don't think about the mask anymore. I'm wearing mine, obviously. Um because people are still gross. People are still out here coughing. And people are still actually catching COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, one of my coworkers actually caught COVID just three days ago. And it's like, so, like, let's, let's be a little more cautious. Yo, continue to stay clean. Like, wash yeah. your hands still. Like, please wash your hands. And that's all I got. Yeah, man. We appreciate all the love and support you showed us. Again, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the other streaming platforms you listen to us on. We appreciate you. My guy, it's been real. It has been, man. And we will be doing it via Zoom. Yeah, I'm going to miss the booth. (laughs) I'm going to miss mixing it up in the booth. But still, the show will go on Mm -hmm. because it must go on. So we're going to keep rocking. And until again, (laughs) until again, again. I'm already already struggling, man. I'm exhausted, guys. (laughs) I'm tired of work. I'm out of here. With the same flexed up now, John Cena racked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia, more drip more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get no mediocre. I'm feeling like tip, sound like to me. We got us a hit, they can't even drip line. So savvy is the swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali, holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy. This is the wave to give them the feeling. Rappers be capping, no, I don't feel you. Feel like the man when I walk through the building. Too many scars and spiritual healing. I got a million dreams. I got a million schemes. We going crazy, we going crazy. We got the winning team.